Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. That's showbiz, kid. There's no business like show business. Like no business. There's no furlough like show furlough. Okay. Okay, welcome to episode two. Welcome. I'm obviously so excited that I can't actually speak. Welcome. Aww. This is like the really fun one, sorry. No, this is fun. This is the musical theatre edition of Run the Track, episode two. Whoop, whoop. Um, Lucy, are you a musical theatre fan? Obviously. I mean, isn't that obvious? In it the is way obvious. that I just live my life. Yeah. It's quite musical theatre. It's probably the one thing if I could live my life again, I would base all my decisions off the dream of just being <laughs> simply in the ensemble of a West yeah. End show. But all actors, particularly musical theatre actors, have to breathe well, mm-hmm. as do joggers. Do you think our Run the Track audience are going to be starting their jog right now? They should be, hopefully. They've Tying done a couple shoes. stretches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some hamstring stretches. And then, yeah, I would recommend to focus on the breathing, so doing Inhale, inhale through the nose, and then... So you're two in through the nose and and two two out out through the mouth. Is it open mouth? Yes. Okay, so... I feel like I'm in a tribe right now. Yeah. (laughs) What's it in Finding Nemo? He's like, shark, fade, (laughs) poo-ha. And should you do that while you're running? It feels to me like that would be unsafe. No, it's fine at the beginning, and then okay. you just get naturally go into your normal breathing pattern, which is using the diaphragm. God, yeah. And then you breathe from, like, low down in your belly. Exactly. What do you love about theatre, musical theatre? The sincerity. Mm-hmm. It's a space for the sincere. Everyone there is on board with a big number, a song, a dance. The people who hate musical theatre aren't there. Like, they wouldn't buy a ticket. They wouldn't be there. So you're safe from, like, the bullies. You go to the show, it's so sincere, I love the soaring numbers, I just love the sort of crescendos into like big moments, the costumes, the dancing, like Mm. it's a delight for the eyes, it's a delight for the ears. This just proudness on stage. They're talented, they're really talented. And they're taking, I love it, I know what you mean, it's taking yourself seriously, it's a bit David Brent-esque. Yeah, but he's short-sighted of himself because he thinks he's something he's not, whereas musical theatre talents are blessings to the planet Mm -hmm. like when they're good at what they do it's a joy to watch and to behold yeah uh Uh (laughs) uh-huh you can't take me seriously no if I'm completely honest Uh I like it's almost like a marmite type thing it is yeah sometimes you watch some of them I'm like 
you're taking it too far. You know, when they pop out of the window and they're like, what did you want from me today? <laughs> it's like, okay. But then some of them, like, I think I like the dancey ones. Oh, yeah. Like, like Chicago, Bob mm, Fosse-esque. Yeah, when it when it's a stylish musical, there's there's nothing like it. All the elements have to come together, and when it does, wow. Okay. Okay, so... Should we begin? Do you want to yeah. start? Because last time I... Great shout. So... Obviously, we're doing... This is a musical theatre episode, but crucially, it's the musical theatre episode of Run the Track, and it's for running. So, I'm a huge musical theatre fan, but these are the songs that work on my run. These are by no means my favourite musicals. These are by no means what I think is the best, or... This is specifically for a run. Mm -hmm. That's my first caveat. My second caveat is we decided to have no Disney songs, and the third caveat was no Hamilton. The longest run I ever did was when I just put Hamilton on, listened to it the whole way through, and I managed to do eight kilometres by just having Hamilton all the way through. So I need to give that a watch. I definitely watch it. It's obviously the musical of the decade, blah, blah, blah. But it's great for a run. Okay, fine. And how do you feel about the Disney rule? The Disney rule is perfect because it needs its own stage. It does need its own stage, yeah. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Ah, same. This is my first song. Well, maybe I would choose the original, actually, but this has specifically had a lot of, like, artificial beats added to it, which helped the run. So it's the Jay-Z version of Annie, the musical, but not his Hard Knock Life ghetto anthem track. His It's actually taken from the soundtrack of the 2014 film that he made. Oh, wow. And that I haven't seen. But this is a really good song for a run. Charles Strauss, lyrics by Martin Chernin, produced by Greg Kirsten. You're an Annie fan. I'm a massive Annie fan. Mm. I've always wanted to be Annie. I, like, know all the quotes. Really? Still from childhood, yeah. I think you're a bigger Annie fan than me, um, even though I've chosen I this song. I think I really saw myself in her friend, the little one. She was, like, really bossy and, like... Yes! What? Is she the one that's like, make that my floor shine like the top of the yeah. Chrysler building? <laughs> What what is that quote as well from Annie? We're not having hot mush today. Yay! We're having cold mush. <laughs> I love that's the best character I think, Miss Hannigan. Miss Hannigan. Hannigan. She's just evil. Legend. She's yeah. just pure evil. Yeah. Where she has the bath with vodka and it pours. You know this film so much better than oh, me. Oh yeah, I am yeah. like an addict. What I remember is I had a VHS yeah. that was Oliver and Annie in mm. one VHS. Mm-hmm. And I watched Oliver over and over and over again but I wouldn't I've tried running to Oliver and it actually Sorry, wasn't did you see yourself as Oliver then? I saw myself as Artful Dodger mm-hmm, makes sense and my brother was Oliver and we used to sing Consider Yourself to our parents yeah yeah I actually performed Oliver t- 
twist on in the musical. Oh, shit. In a musical. Yeah. What character? You were Oliver? I was a pickpocket. Just, that's it. You know, in your pickpocket yeah. number 21. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it was a quite an irrelevant part, to be honest. But I did, because I was the smallest of the kids. Oh, love Had it. to faint. Like, as a dramatic thing and, like, a funny thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like the smallest people are always used as the funny one. Yes. Did you have a line? I didn't have a line, but I had a singing part. Honey, Where sing they, it. You know, it's like, God, God to pick a pocket or... And then I go, to... And then, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> And then they all laugh because it's really bad. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it was a sort of comedy line. Yeah. Nice. Did you get the laughs every night? I got the laughs, yeah. God. Everyone like, oh, ha, 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 the small one. That's <laughs> um, a high you'll be chasing the rest of your life, yeah. huh? Have you ever done musical theatre, like, when you were younger? Has the Pope ever done musical theatre? Yes. yes. I played a whore. Sorry? <laughs> I was in Sweeney Todd. I played the old beggar woman, and I was raped on stage. How old? Sorry? Um, yeah, I don't think they would do it these days. I think it's a sign of how old we are that that was allowed. It was so funny to have, like, a girl from the girls' school sort of being, like, theatrically raped by boys from the boys' school when that probably was happening at, like, <laughs> all the house parties <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, lol. Um, also, sorry, can I just say, at a Highgate party once oh, no. I went to... Oh, no. A girl and a guy would get... Boy and a girl were getting off. This is, like, when we were, like, 14. And the girl stuck her finger up the guy's bum. One and then second. he screamed. And it, like, went down as, like, a thing that... <laughs> The way I said that's okay, it's really vulnerable. That's okay. That's okay. That's like a mum to their child. Like, that's okay. That's okay. It's normal. It's normal. Everyone wants to stick fingers up bums. I mean, people do stick... We're, we're older now. Like, mm. the fingers and the bums, they're not strangers. <laughs> they work well together. They're like you and me. <laughs> who's the finger and who's the bum? <laughs> I guess because I'm a Taurus, I'd be the bum. We've really strayed from Yeah, Annie. okay, so... Annie, um, so tell me about the song. So, yeah, it's really interesting, the backstory of the song. Um, I was trying to work out... So, you know how Jay-Z had the ghetto anthem of... From standing on the corners bopping, from mm. pretty, like, with the uh, sample from Annie, I was like, that's really cool that Jay-Z is probably like us, a huge musical theatre fan, loves Annie. Secret geek. Yeah, secret geek. I sort of looked into the backstory of that. So when Jay-Z was growing up, he was from Brooklyn at the time. It wasn't gentrified. So it wasn't the Brooklyn we know and love today, which is where all your friends go and move to when they've got, like, a tech job. It was, you know, a hard-knock life. Mm. And Annie's just, like, constantly on stage in New York. So there was a TV advert for Annie. Mm-hmm. And then one of his producers just heard the horns. bought the soundtrack and was like, oh, I'm buying it for the horns. But then he heard the kids singing Hard Not Life and he was like, this is great. Mm. Then he gave it to someone called Kid Capri, um, who I don't, I haven't personally heard of. So Kid Capri would like play this, the Hard Not Life, like during his shows. And he said, when I came out for my second set of the night on the No Way Out tour, I would start with the instrumental version of Hard Not Life. Fans were running up and saying, how did you get the Annie song behind the drums? It was mostly white people coming up to me. <laughs> so you can imagine, like, people like me. Me and you. <laughs> like, we accidentally ended up at some cool, like, hip-hop thing. But then you hear Annie and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Run up to him. And then he was like, I knew from the reaction I was getting that it was really working. And by the third or fourth show, Jay-Z rolled up and asked me where I got that from. This is a quote from Jay-Z. He said, 
I wasn't worried about the clash between the hard lyrics and the, and the image of redhead Annie. Instead, I found the mirror between the two stories. That Annie's story was mine, and mine was hers, and the song was the place where our experience weren't contradictions, just different dimensions of the same reality. Wow. I feel like that's such a strong man to be, like, so, so many men are like, musical theatre's lame, girls are lame, and it's like, no, this is a sick beat, a sick song, mm. you've seen that, you get that it's about the hard conditions of living in a city. Also, sorry, I'm quite enjoying that you gave him a Southern American accent. <laughs> Yeah, he's like fully from Brooklyn. I took him to where? Alabama? Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. He's in it for the music and for the meaning of. The meaning of. But then I also read that the orphans featured on the song weren't paid a dime. <gasps> Are you joking? Mm. How weird. So they get nothing for Jay Z's song. Their contracts weren't renegotiated by the original writer of the song. No, so that really ruins it for me. That's like ending a fairy tale with a bad. Well, that's what the Stink. that's what the orphan the girl who played an orphan said. She was like, "Well, that's how it goes. It's the hard knock life." Wow! wow. Well done. No one that cares. Really, Thank you. That was a really uh, nice smidge. end. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Fine. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Speaking of dance musicals, Chicago. Oh, I'm Chicago. sorry. Like, New York to Chicago. Yeah. So, um, which actually does follow Bob Fosse, Fosse Virgin Fosse story, Bob. because. They were from New York. So my song is... We both reached for the gun. Oh, wow. My ex-boyfriend. Why'd you shoot him? I was leaving. Was he angry? Like a madman. Still I said, Fred, move along. She knew that she was doing wrong. Then describe it. He came toward me. With a pistol. From my bureau. Did you fight him? Strength and she had none, and yet we both reached for the gun. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, we both, oh, yes, we both, oh, yes, we both reached for the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. Oh, yes, we both reached for the gun, for the gun. Reached for the Gun, produced by Randy Spendlove and Rick Wake, and the writers were Fred Ebb and John Kander, featuring Richard Gere, Christine Baranski, Renee Zellweger. Is she in the song? Yeah. She's on his... Have you not... Do you oh, know she's her? the dummy. Yeah. Definitely see Fosse slash Burden. Yeah, yeah. And it's like in lights. It's really... You know what? It's almost... They make it quite theatrical. I love it when... Um, I'm going to see that. TV productions do that. And it's when, on iPlayer. So basically, Gwen Burden was a very famous dancer, and that's... Bob Fosse met her when she was really young and, like, seduced her. But he Classic. was known as a massive seducer, so he would just have all these affairs even while they were married throughout their lives. I don't want to give away everything Please don't give me the spoilers, please. But anyway, so she was about 40-something, I'm not sure at the age, when Chica he got the position or role of the choreographer for Chicago, which is, like... Massive. The dancers in Chicago are renowned, like... They're the best ever. And it's a very fossy movement. Mm -hmm. um, very sexy. Yeah, it's kind of sharp. Okay, um, yeah, like silhouettes. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of quite 1920s-y as mm -hmm. well. She wanted to be the main star, Roxy. Mm -hmm. But she was, like, over 40. She wasn't... And with dancing, it is, like, athletic almost. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be on tip-top, like... You wouldn't well, be in the Olympics at 40. Well, that's... And then, how interesting is this? So, obviously, the seat, the famous scene in Chicago, if you've seen the film, he's the puppeteer of her, and she sat on his knee. The only reason that came about is because they did originally have a very intense dance choreography for the song, 
But he was obviously still with her and noticed how tired she was getting and everyone was getting frustrated with her. So he created a choreography for her where she was just sat down so she could actually rest for part of the theatre production. That's amazing. How amazing is that? Would you let someone cheat on you if they gave you this, like, really cool part in something? And I like that lifestyle as well. Would yeah. I? No. Love is too important to me. But what if you knew it was just, like, purely sexual and it wasn't, like, they weren't actually going to fall in love with someone else? They were just... I think that's exactly what it was, actually, for you hit the nail on the head. I know, but I think that's what a lot of women have to struggle with, is the fact that... Women and men, no? Yes. Yes. Just from personal experience. Chicago, for me, is just, you can't get better. No, it's stunning. It was the first musical to win Oscar, Best Picture, I think. Mm. They use a very similar... I think it is the exact same choreography in the film as in the theatre production. And that's just a great song. Yeah, it really is. Do you want to go? Again, this comes into the category of songs that work for us, not songs we're obsessed with. Yeah. But again, when I was running around Victoria Park, on my shuffle, this song just came up, and I would never normally listen to it. But it really helped me dig deep. Oh, wow. And it just, it was um, the greatest showman cast, headed by Hugh Jackman, uh, singing the song The Greatest Show, written by Benj Pasek and Justin Paul. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. You've been searching in the dark, your sweat soaking through the floor. Buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore. Taking your breath, stealing your mind, and all that was real is left behind. Don't fight it, it's coming for you, running at you. It's only this moment, don't care what can gather. Y'all feel a dream, can't you see you getting closer? Just surrender, cause you feel the feeling taking over. It's fire, it's freedom, it's flooding open. It's a picture in the pulpit and your blind devotion. There's something well so that's quite nice for our runners out there it's really good for a beginning of a musical as well because it gets your attention instantly sit down yeah Don't you dare leave this yeah. room it's yeah it's a bit like it's like you know at the beginning of the roller coaster when it's like boom like lights you go down choice, huh? you have no choice you're on yeah. this roller coaster baby you better enjoy it or well that's it that's it initially when it came out it was considered a flop okay and then it's one of these like quirks of the box office that it just built up a very slow reputa- reputation of word of mouth of people being like, it's actually not that bad. Like, if you've got kids, you need them to see something, go to it, and you won't hate it. Mm. Which then transformed into, this is good. Which in- then transformed into, like, there are some evergreen musical hits within this movie. And the story's really problematic. He, like, ran a circus. Circus is my least favourite aesthetic. I hate it. There, I just, I'm such a sucker for a melody, and there's even my favorite song in it, which I wouldn't run to, is so grossly sung. It's sung by children, and it sounds like sugar treacle, like singing. It makes you feel sick, but it's one of the most lovely melodies I've ever heard. Wow! Every night I lie in bed. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The way that you're like the passion. Thank you. And I can feel it, and I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> is like I need to go and immediately watch it now. Wow. Okay. Also, you know who's stun- stunning in this film, and who is an excellent musical theatre performer? Who? Zac Efron. What the f? 
As in Ron. F. Ron. F. Yeah. Ron. He's weirdly like, I feel like at the moment people are taking him a lot more seriously. He's a very talented man. Pasek and Paul, we really need to talk about. As mo- in terms of modern musical theatre, they met at college. Um, they're 35, but they wrote the lyrics to all the La La Land songs. They wrote Dear Evan Hansen, the one that's like, Waving through a window. Oh, oh my, it's about anxiety. God, bring but me in. Honestly. Bring me in, darling. Basically, they are, in the world of musical theatre, the biggest yeah. the biggest thing in the world right now. And I googled their net worth. $17 million. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, what would you do with $17 million? Really good question. I'd buy a little house off Columbia Road and never work again. Just make podcasts the rest of my life. Aww. And it's just for fun. I may buy the house I'm... next door and turn it into an improv theatre. Do you think that no matter how much money you have, you always consider still wanting and attaining more money. No, 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 no. You don't think that exists? I think it exists in some people. I just, I know my limit. I know what I want in life. And I'm happy to just stay on a certain level once I get it. I just don't want to have the over, the horrible anxiety. Of Question like, mark, you sound like a Torian. No, I'm a Libra. Mm. It's quite Torian to be laid back. Anyway. I do think Torians love money, though. Oh, deep. Because I was seeing a Torian at one point, and I was, like, and it was like ways to impress Tauruses, and it was like money, 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 and I was like, I just don't have it right now, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, The Greatest Showman is a surprisingly enjoyable film. It achieved great success. I think that's what they wanted to happen to Cats. Mm-hmm. When it flopped, they were like, don't worry, The Greatest Showman smashed it eventually. God, Cats, oh my God, have you seen the Ricky Gervais? Yeah. Also, I, I was working at Andrew Weber's company when Cats came out, the, music, the film. But I've signed an NDA, but I was in the room when the reviews came through. Oh, wow. Anyway, your next song. Okay. Okay, my next one is... Amazing choice, well um, done. But can I ask the question, what musical is that from? Um, so it's from Motown, if you've seen it. It's been a quite um, recent... Motown actually, the Musical. And it's the history of the runnings of the record label Motown. They had the most amazing um, Motown artists like Diana Ross, Smokey Robinson, Marvin Gaye, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder. Oh. And it literally goes through, like, chronologically, like, how they brought people in within this... Um, Rick James, an artist who was born in 1948. Okay. Um, basically, he actually starts off as a songwriter for Motown because they don't want to actually employ him or sign him as an artist because he's very dodge. He um, sure. has been in and out of prison. Um, at one point, quote, a quote from him is that he buys $7,000 worth of cocaine a week. Oh. You're a life liver. Yeah, you're a live liver and you're a life risker. Yeah, so unfortunately that is how he died. He died bought seven thousand pounds of cocaine a week. How did he die? Heart cocaine. Attack, question 
he'd already had a heart attack previously. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining. <laughs> Sorry, that's him, not. That's I'm just imagining him just... singing that song on cocaine. It's the most cocaine song you've ever heard. Yeah, it makes well... perfect sense. <laughs> it's like stunt. It's so us. He's like going into the yeah, bathroom. Like so... I need a poo. Makes me think of Little Miss Sunshine. Oh my god, same. How cute was she with the belly? I feel like I, at that age, had the pot belly, so when I saw her with the pot belly and, like, dancing, I was like, I've done that so many times in my own room. Mm. I love that confidence of children. I know, and I love the joy at the end when they're like, this is fucking bullshit, let's all just dance on stage. That's that's what we want to promote with the fun running, that attitude of, like, stop caring what people think, all these things are just good fun, musicals are fun, music is fun, like... Laugh, like find it fun it's live about... laugh and love yeah, yeah yeah i really don't have an issue with that as a saying i hate it when people take the piss out of it i just think me and you have been deep geeks inherently yeah. but we somehow have got into social groups that we shouldn't have i know i completely agree i think we grew up in a society that on the surface was very open-minded in terms of like what everyone like politically agreed with mm. but there was such an underlying iron fist of like what's cool and what's not cool mm. we've got over that now that we're 16 17 you know we've yeah, got past yeah, yeah, yeah. it <laughs> do you want to go okay so my final song is from a musical that's very dear to me but this is from the film hairspray baltimore there's race riots happening and there's this young i think she's jewish she just watched the wire as well which okay. is baltimore oh is yeah. it mm. oh you haven't seen one she wants to get onto this musical scene dancing show she can't get on, and then in the process of that, it's slightly white saviory. She recognises the sort of race separation in Baltimore at the time. She's like, oh my god, I'm just worried about being overweight and not being on this show, when actually there's a far deeper issue with, like, race in the United States. I have a feeling there's a lot of problematic elements to it, but I think the songs are amazing. Come on, girl. This is my sister, Lil Oh, you know she is. You better show up, girl. Run and Tell That from Hairspray, the musical soundtrack, music by Mark Shaman, lyrics by Scott Whitman and Mark Shaman, performed by Elijah Kelly, but the voice you heard there was Taylor Parks. She's such a good singer. She just has this one solo in the song Run and Tell That and it blows your mind. And I found out that she um, is a singer-songwriter who has written many hits, including songs for Ariana Grande, Alicia Keys, Pentatonix, Mariah Carey, and Fifth Harmony, among others. And sadly doesn't have her own career. Between me and you, yeah. what do you think that means? Do you think someone is just not commercially successful? I, think, like, I don't joking? think this is between you and me. I think this is a really interesting topic. Because what does that... Like, the Kerry Hilson thing we said... Kerry Hilson week. as well. Yeah, I think... 
I think it's all to do with marketing, and I think all anyone wants is a story. You almost need, like, two adjectives. And if you don't have those two adjectives to define you, people don't know how to sell you. Mm. So often if you're, like, an incredible singer, but there's no story, like, how do you sell that person? Because it's like an example would be, like, Britney Spears. Oh, my God, Britney we could talk... Have you, been, have you been watching her Instagrams? Well, no, I don't have Instagram. Oh, but, like, no, I've heard, I've heard of it. It sounds so weird. What, I just... I think that happens to a lot of child stars, like yeah. Anisha Barton as well. Oh, is that what happened to her? I think the mum or dad, or maybe both, have, like, some sort of weird rights around her as well. As an adult? Mm. To be honest, I find Britney Spears' Instagram really refreshing because she's obviously kind of damaged by her life, but she... I, I get the feeling she's being herself. But then, arguably, I saw her... When I went to Las Vegas, I saw her oh, live. It wasn't in any way disappointing, like the Book of Mormon. Yeah. But it was, it was amazing, because the music's unreal. The mm. music's, like, top, top, top. But it was very, like... There was definitely a, the clown emoji kind of feel to it. In what sense? Can you expand on what clown um, emoji means? What I mean is, ama- she was amazing at performing and everything, but it was all lip, lip-syncing, and it felt... We said afterwards, we were like, it was almost as if someone was impersonating her. Wow. So... She was it, doing an impersonation of herself. It felt very vacuous. It yeah. didn't feel um, genuine in any way. I felt mm. no connection to her, even though it was her. It was it was amazing that she was there, but we just felt like there was a disconnect. I mean, when going back to The Greatest Showman, it just reminds me of sort of circus animals, almost, being, like, kept... And, like, wheeled out to perform. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, I'm not joking, when I wanted to be a kids' TV presenter, I signed a contract. And the contract, I'm not joking, said zero pay and we own the rights to everything that you do for a year and a half. And I signed it. Yeah, worrying. Mentally, oh, weird. We've all been there, yeah. Because I was just excited to do the Yes, job. Mr. Weinstein, I will bend over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, the stars in your eyes. You can't, you're, like, blinded by the whole... Blinded by the lights. The razzle-dazzle. razzle-dazzle, honey. It's really scary. And maybe in this sense, Taylor Park's potential star has, like, dodged a bullet. Mm. Because she's just writing for these big people but doesn't have that lifestyle. Yeah. So I just need my final song now. So this is Land of Lola, Kinky Boots. I would recommend. It's fun. It's very fun. Boots featuring Billy Porter and produced by William Whitman, Stephen Oramus, and Cindy Lauper herself. Oh my god. So Kinky Boots was a winner of every major best musical award. Wow. Including the Tony, the Grammys, and the London London's Oliver Award. So Olivier Award. Darling. No, you can't include that. No, please. (laughs) You could say it again, but just say Olivier. Sorry, sorry. I'm being such a dick. It's because I'm drunk, I'm sorry. Oh, you were like this before you drank, honey. <laughs> I'm joking. I feel like because we're on Kiki Boots, we're both being sassy now. Basically, it follows a shoe factory owner, but it goes through a patch of when he's like almost like 
unemployed, like oh, bankrupt. Hate that. Yeah, and then he meets and partners up with cabaret performer and drag queen Lola to produce a line of high heeled boots to save the business for drag queens. Because if you think about it, yes, high heels. I've got size three feet, so I am fine. Mm-hmm. But if I had size twelve feet, even nowadays, there's not that much to offer. What What is there to offer? They go up to what know. size? Yeah, eight. There doesn't seem to be any kind of like growth. Well, yeah, considering the wider conversations. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so fun. It's so glittery. It's, oh, like, yes. really vibrant. Um, He's from... I think he's supposed to be from either the Midlands or, like... Like Birmingham. Oh. Kinky boots. Right. Oh, I've got these kinky boots. What's am I supposed to do with them down in old Wolverhampton? Uh, Northampton. Yeah. And it did so well as a theatre production that, yeah, sorry, then it moved to Chicago, Broadway, US tour. Oh, God. So I don't really know the adaptation and if they made it an American character. Kind of oh, thing. did they make it like, I'm from New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't bear to transport their brains to anywhere beyond the USA. Yeah. Yeah, no, true. Um, but, yeah, it, it did really well. And when I watched it, I felt like it was a really good kind of like eye-opener conversation in musical theatres both the transgendered community and drag queens in general and just openness and like how actually someone from the north who could seemingly seem the midlands maybe sorry sorry from the midlands i don't know maybe i just feel like there's a distinction am i being a complete cunt I'm not minding you at all. Okay, Are you minding yourself? I'm minding myself. I'm not judging you. Okay, I just felt like that was really anal of me. Fine. I just think of a factory owner with a drag queen seems so, like, peculiar, even nowadays. But mm. actually, like, it's just the it's the typical thing with anything like that of, like, it's actually fear of the unknown. It's actually fear of the unknown. Fear, 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 fear of the unknown. That's showbiz, kid. <laughs> Okay, um, this is Flora just cutting in at the end um, to do a little bit of a countdown for anyone who just wanted to run till the end of this episode. Because of the editing reasons, um, this episode is going to be 34 minutes long, or this run is going to be 34 minutes long. Um, That's not my fault. Well, actually, no, it is 100% my fault. But that's a crazy amount of time. You'll be like, oh my god, yeah, I actually weirdly ran for 34 minutes today. And the person you speak to will be like, why 34? And you'll be like, oh, it's just because I listened to this like sick podcast called Run the Tracks. Not a big deal. You probably haven't heard of it because you're not cool enough. Anyway, you've got 30 seconds left. Um, really well done. You did the run. That's so important. You're going to get those amazing endorphins. Maybe you've huffed and puffed. Maybe you've just been flying about like a little hummingbird. Either way, you should be really proud of yourself for like getting out the door and actually doing it. Now I've got 10 seconds left. Have a big glass of water, big pat on the back. Hopefully you can just breathe a little easier and think about musical theatre. And three, two, one. 34 minutes. You're done. How exciting. Well done, you. You can stop. You can keep running. Whatever. That's showbiz, kid. So well done, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed your run and enjoyed the musical theatre. Yes, we love musical theatre. We could definitely do another episode on musicals, I think. Question mark, do you want it? Let us know. Tweet us. <laughs> Tweet us at, at pod, pod the run, run the track. <laughs> at, wait, what is it? At 
Pod Run the Track. At Pod Run the Track. You know it. Get to know it. We might do little surveys on there, so it's worth um, and it's worth following. And always tweet us with suggestions because I think we're quite open to it. Yep. Also, sports. If you know anyone who works in sport, yeah. If you know anyone that works in sports, please let us know because we'd love to collab um, and get some real insight into how they train. If they run, do they run regularly? As both of our listeners would be interested in as well, I think. Yeah, and when we say, do you know anyone who works in sport, we mean, do you know Anthony Joshua forward slash are you Anthony Joshua? Are you listening? Anthony, we're all ears for what you listen to when you run and we really honestly can't wait to meet you. Um, So please (laughs) tune in for another episode of Run the Track. Run the Track. Bye, guys. Actually, fear of the unknown. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.